Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, November 10th, 2023. This is Season 3, Episode number 45 of our show. And looking at this now, like you can always make something of the numbers. Okay, it's 11, 10, 23, 3.45. It's only using the numbers 0 through 5. It starts with three ones in a row. You got a couple of threes in there, and then one each of 0, 2, 4, and 5. It's, it's a stretch, but it's there. It's there. And then 3.45, that, that's just cool anyway. It's like, well, 3 times 15 will give you 45. If you're ever thinking of uh, 15 times tables, like, well, you can start by thinking tennis or just if you've ever looked at a clock. You know, one of those old school clocks that has like the hands on it that shows the hours and the minutes. It's becoming a lost art being able to read an actual clock. And it, that aspect of life figures prominently into a book I've read recently. It, it's the most recent Diary of a Wimpy Kid book. Like, that guy needs a plug. I'll give that guy a plug. The Diary of a Wimpy Kid series, e- even as a grown-up, I enjoy reading this book, and I, I think it's partly because, like, I'm, I'm the dad in the story. Like, not only the dad in the story, I'm also, like, the teacher in the story, too, because Greg, the, the wimpy kid in the story, he's, like, a middle school student. I mean, I go to middle school every day, too. It's funny how, you know, two minutes into the show, like, I didn't even have Diary of a Wimpy Kid written down. That that just came into my head. I made a couple notes today. It started with writing down the date and the episode number, and then, you know, just taking off from there. Kind of whatever pops into my head. There's not going to be any edits or anything. On the subject of things that used to be popular and just secondhand, like everyone could read a clock, now it's unusual. Everyone used to buy these things called CDs also. And that is the story of today. You may notice I am flying solo today. I do not have my assistant slash co-host slash um, featured guest with me. But I do have exciting news. Franklin will be with me not only next week, but the week after, the next two Fridays in a row my own flesh and blood will be on the podcast with me. We've had a lot of holidays recently and uh, time to record these shows. Now, I sort of teased this last week on the subject of compact discs. Uh, new CD is out, and I'm putting uh, CD in quotes on that one. I, right, I shoehorned this in at the end of last week's episode about, oh yeah, did Disc was uh, available on November 1st. Last week would have been November 3rd. And I, the thing is, I recorded it before November 1st, so I was just kind of guessing. Like, that's what I had set up. And I said, oh, you know, the CD's going to be out tomorrow, and all digital tracks will be available. This is following up on my, quote, pre-release from a few weeks ago. And if you haven't heard that episode of the podcast yet, go back in the Math Amusings archives. Check that one out. I talk about the pre-release of one of the tracks and kind of the, the difficulty I had in, in getting this thing available for uh, for sale online because I'm a one-man show. I mean, like, not only do I have to play the piano, I, I also have to be the 
the graphic artist and the lawyer and uh, the, um, let's see, what else am I doing? Oh, yeah, I got to pay the bills and everything too on getting this thing set up. So I'm assuming that digital sales and physical disc sales are going together because that's the way it's it's worked for me. It's funny, my career in reproducing music has gone from strictly live events. We're talking the, the, the late 1900s here. It's the last century. Back when I started in the late 1900s, uh, that was my old man accent right there, it was uh, strictly live performances. And then I recorded myself and Mike O'Connell Trio to start. Okay, then we were selling physical discs. And then it was physical discs and digital tracks. And now, much to my chagrin, I would say, not not just for me because I'm losing out on sales, but also just like for society in general, that like who's listening to CDs anymore? So here's kind of the, the quick version of that one. I, and I will say, I'm super happy with how the disc came out. It's called I Paid for This Christmas Party. It is a long-held goal of mine to record a Christmas album. I did. I'm so happy with how it came out. Digital tracks available at some level of compression or another. None of these things is perfect. On uh, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, a million other sites that nobody knows about or I, I can't even name. Like To me, it's just like, well, do you have Spotify? Okay, listen to it there. If you don't have Spotify, you probably have Amazon Music. Now, uh, and then iTunes. I looked like I hadn't looked at iTunes in forever. Like, yeah, you can buy all the tracks for ninety nine cents, or I think it, at nineteen ninety nine you can get the whole disc, two disc set by the way. But as of this moment, I'm hard pressed to figure out a way to buy my own CD. Like this is, <laughs> which is just crazy. That the CD is in limbo. They're, they're sitting in a warehouse somewhere, because. During the calendar year 2023, like sometime in the last few months, between when I started on this project and today, so there's a couple of companies involved here, give you some of the behind the scenes. There's disc makers whom I've been working with since 2005. That was Wallpaper Jam. And then they're sort of related companies, sort of separate company. I don't even understand how this works. I'll have to speak to my legal department about this one. Oh, wait, that's me. Uh, it, there's CD baby and cd baby was like the hosting company for your digital sales if you use them they recently ditched their physical cd selling component so i mean they have copies of of wallpaper jam and it's still playing at 33 and a third mike o'connell meets the mike o'connell trio like all the things i've recorded in the past like they're sitting in a warehouse somewhere i don't know what they did with those things um, and I, I mean, my only saving grace is I still have my auxiliary warehouse, which is to say my house. Uh, some of them are in my garage. Some of them are in, you know, closets in my basement. Um, some of them just travel around in my car because you never know. And uh, that's my auxiliary warehouse. I've got a few copies, but some of them, like, it's still playing at 33 and 30. I think that, that one's just gone. I mean, it's just gone the way of the other side of the coin. It's like... That's one of my other books, by the way. That it just I ran out of copies, and then that was that. Um, and it, it's it's not worth it to me to to go digging. So that's a recent development. Now that that may change. People clamor for the actual disc. I I hope so. Um, but 
I mean, still, who's buying discs anymore? It's, you can listen to these things on uh, all the big boys, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and then you can you can buy the things there. And then, uh, as, as I uh, often end up telling my students, it's like for uh, tests that we do, like math quizzes that we do online, it was just, oh, just log into School G. That's our, that's our platform. Or if... Uh, if there was something we did on paper, like, well, see your teacher for a copy. It's like, well, if you can't, if you need a physical disc, well, uh, find Mr. O'Connell for a copy. But I, I got a few. Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm interviewing new hosts, though, to, to be putting out these things for me. It's kind of like what I do with this podcast. I've mentioned the name Buzzsprout before. Buzzsprout is the hosting service for Math and Musings. They're the people who hook it up with Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and uh, they're the people who keep track of my downloads and sales and such. Because I I do occasionally make a few bucks from these places. Like the the check comes from I think it says I think it says CD Baby on there. Every once in a while, I, I get a check for a few dollars. Like enough people have downloaded my stuff that it's you know. Ten, a ten thousandth of a penny or whatever it is anytime somebody listens to my stuff um buzzsprout works kind of the same way and then, then book baby is related company hosts my book and they're the ones and these really are physical copies i'm glad all books haven't gone that way too people still like holding books that um they're the ones who hook it up with amazon's a big one i, mean, I don't even care about any other booksellers i want it on amazon that's it um the traditional amazon bookseller and then it's always funny to me, like, if I look at Amazon, it'll say, not only can you buy the 365 greatest movies ever made in the days you should watch them, but it'll list, like, secondary sellers as well, or third-party sellers, or wh- whatever they're calling them, that people are reselling, this is bizarre to me, people are reselling copies of 365 movies on, like, a secondary market for more than Amazon is selling them for. And it's just, like, baffling, like... If I can buy a copy on Amazon for fourteen ninety five, why would I buy it for some guy from some guy for twenty eight dollars, whatever? The price varies, and they charge shipping too. It's I don't understand it. But anyway, um, all I need is is my copy of the book, and I have it at home. And I have I have at least one of everything I've ever recorded. I think that's good enough for me. That goes in the O'Connell archives. Um, speaking of. O'Connell Archive. So the the most recent addition to your set, if you're trying to be a completist, is uh, I paid for this Christmas party. Recorded live December 19th, 2022, one of my favorite days of my life. Uh, Mike O'Connell and his jazz quartet. Oh, that's another one. I talked about this several weeks ago on the, on the pre-release, like what it's actually called. This is Mike O'Connell and his jazz quartet, which is apparently different from Mike O'Connell, like, comma, his jazz quartet. If you look at Still Playing at 33 and a third, it, it's as though it's it's a collaboration between two different organizations. There's like, there's Mike O'Connell, then there's his jazz quartet. His jazz quartet is like the featured artist on this. Whereas the new disc is one entity, Mike O'Connell and his jazz quartet. As I mentioned on that episode a few weeks ago, it's like, if you're one of the big boys, you got your lawyers handling this for you, and they, they make it right. If you're an independent artist who has to play every position in the company, well, I you know, the uh, legal team missed that one, or like I, uh, I whether I'm doing it 
right or you know doing it well, doing it poorly, whatever. That's how it came out. And uh, I, as I say, I, I love how the thing came out, if I do say so myself, uh, and I do. Um, I love listening to the tracks in order. I love you know thinking about the sequencing of everything. I love the choosing the pictures. Like I got to be a graphic artist too, choosing the pictures for the CD, the actual thing that I hold in my hand the uh, arranging the pictures, writing the story, like the liner notes. I put this in Wallpaper Jam that I learned, I have learned in my life more about, well, life itself from reading liner notes than I ever did in four years of college. Uh, we missed that out on that with just uh, digital sales of music. Maybe someday, maybe someday physical copies will make a comeback, kind of the way it's done with vinyl, um, that like people want them as art and like something to display and you know, maybe appreciate hearing the the warmth of, of analog on your record player um, but those uh the cds that i got like i they're kind of antiquated now but never know when they're gonna make a comeback I'm, and i'm still waiting for newspapers to come back too that's that's the other one from my life like i often think to myself why wow, i got into the newspaper business that's like 2004. i got into the newspaper business really at the wrong time that's one way to think of it. Or I can think, you know, I, I got out of the newspaper business at, at the right time. Uh, I got out of it and, you know, it was within, well, 2006. I'd, I'd kind of give it up doing the, the monthly. That's the Binghamton Vanguard. The website, though, that's gold. And I wanted to mention this one. I mentioned uh, MikeOConnellJr.com every week. And this week is, is an important one for us. I'm closing in on... Uh, I looked at the official count, it was 1,555 posts at MikeOConnellJr.com. Now, if you're doing the math, you know, wait a minute, there's, I do this three times a week. There's three weeks, or three, uh, three times a week, 52 weeks a year, that's 156, so uh, closing in on 10 years. Now, I must have missed a couple because tomorrow's the day, tomorrow's the anniversary. Uh, it was November 11th. 2013 was the first post that I had at MikeOConnellJr.com. Um, I know it, it it was Veterans Day. It has nothing to do with Veterans Day. I shout out to all the veterans out there. Um, but uh, it was just the opening of MikeOConnellJr.com. And I've kept it up three times a week for the last 10 years. So that anniversary is tomorrow. It's where you can find all of my materials and uh, where you can find your fix of Math and Musings between Fridays. I appreciate your listening today. As I say, for more information or to contact, you can go to MikeOConnellJr.com, and we will do this again next Friday. I'll let the outro play out here, too. It'll be good. <laughs>